Yeah. Good morning, ladies. Good, good afternoon. So, how you doing? Good. So, since it's just the three of us, I thought we were going to have a whole crowd here. So, before Cheryl's going to listen too. Hmm? Cheryl's going to listen too. Good. Cheryl's going to listen too. Hi, Cheryl. <laughs> Wave to the fans, Hi. Cheryl. All right. How are you? Good. How are you, honey? That's your that's Chris's walking partner. Yeah. Yep. Saturday morning Saturday walking morning. partner. Saturday yes, morning indeed. walking. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Before we get started on the married at first sight thing, uh, and Chris, let me know if someone else wants to join because I've got my lens or my laptop is expanded so i'm not going to know if somebody wants to join thank you um so seeing that it's just us three i wanted to start off with stacy she's working she had something she had to do at 2 30 so she would have okay. to exit so she couldn't do it okay so just something i want to just kind of talk about because recently on TikTok there has been controversy about dating and where you should go on first dates. And there has been a group of women that put out a whole list on TikTok of where not to take me for a first date. And apparently I am old or I've set my standards a little low. <laughs> They're like, I'm just gonna, there's a whole, there's like 28 places, 28 things, not to wear places where women refuse to go on a first date. Number one is Cheesecake Factory. And I'm offended because I really like Cheesecake Factory because you can get anything there. Even though they got that encyclopedia ass menu, you can find something at Cheesecake. But the others are obviously Applebee's, Chili's, yeah, Chipotle. Mm. But now they're talking about bowling. What's wrong with bowling? Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm just thinking about different things. Bowling, coffee dates. I wouldn't mind a coffee date because you're, you're having a cup of coffee and you're having a discussion. Oh, are these, all, these, all single, these all single women? It just says places women refuse to go on a first date. Yeah. And it's are they all, I'm assuming they all, they're probably, single. Yeah, I'm assuming they're single, too, because that's why they're single. Yeah. Hey. Hi. Hi, Darius. How you doing? How you doing, Darius? I'm doing good. like a whole grown-ass man. Yeah, how's your hey. voice all low? Hey. Like, you he's got bass in his voice. Like, you got a job hey. yet? Yes. Hey, uh, I'm making money. Oh. Hey, hey. How y'all doing over there? Well, we're talking about places women refuse to go on a first date. So you might want to say that. He ain't there yet. <laughs> But talk 
place. Some of the place. Okay, coffee dates. Yeah, that's why they're single, Tanya. That's why they're single. Yeah. Because if you're complaining about a coffee a, date, a coffee date, some people date. you just want to for and actually it's it's better for women too, so they don't get stuck in something for an hour, an hour and a half. If you don't have chemistry right away, you don't like the person, the person doesn't look the same way as, as you thought they would look if it's from an app or something. You can be like, oh, you know, it's a really nice coffee. Thank you. 15 minutes, boom, and you're out. As opposed to dinner at a fancy restaurant and you have to stay there for an hour and a half with this person that you don't like. Right. Right. I mean, some of the stuff was like normal. I mean, like was obvious, like uh, family functions. Like I'm not bringing a first date to around no, my people. That, that's really It's not that's happening. Just common sense. It's just that's not just happening. Common. Movies was another one. That's stupid because you're watching a movie and you're not really getting to know the person. Unless you've had like conversation beforehand and you've kind of gotten to know the person a little bit and then you're like okay let's go to the movies and that's fine but you know afterwards we might have to have a discussion i get that um your house i get that too like <laughs> I, I don't know you therefore i'm not coming to your house first date you at your house that's kind of no, I'm, like nobody i'm not going to any strange man's house and I'm not letting any man come to my house on a first date because I don't need you to know where I live. Just in case you turn into a stage five clinger, like I don't need you to know where I live. But there's also, look, I tell, I've told younger, well, I told my nephew and stuff and younger men, there are free, especially in Los Angeles, there are free things you can do that are great dates. Like you can go to the Broad Museum is free. You just make a reservation. The Getty Museum is free. Just make a reservation. Bring bring a sandwich and and go to the Getty Museum and have a little, little picnic. Those ladies will flip their lids if you say bring a sandwich. Bring a nice sandwich. Ladies for, on for that picnic. list for a picnic. The ladies on a, that list. If you love it, oh, I would take. I'll take a picnic. Bring a sandwich or let's. I mean, go not that I gotta sit at home and make it. I'll stop at off at a store or a deli and pick up a. Few sandwiches. Yeah, that's not you. If the guys, asking, if the guys asking you out. The guys should be doing all this stuff. Well, I get there, there are places to go that you doesn't have to be standard. Going to a, you know, you don't want to go to first day for a dinner is kind of depends if you how long you've talked to the person beforehand. But if it's yeah. just like, oh, let's get to know each other. Coffee is fine. Going for maybe going for a walk in the museum. I, I don't know. You know, something also for for dating wise, it's good to have some place where there's something else going on, some activity that you can comment on. For me, and I, and I know women won't like this or whatever, I think a baseball game is a great place for a date. For like, a, not of the first date, but like a third or fourth date because there's plenty of things to look at. Nothing's going on. You can have plenty of conversation. There's always something in front of you and you can get to know it. And it's outside and it's nice if it's a nice day. I like a baseball game. It, it, it depends. I get that. And I agree with you. But I'm not, uh, I like sports, but I don't want to go to the arenas. I don't, I'd rather just watch it on TV or at a bar somewhere or whatever. I don't know if I would be open to going to uh, like a baseball game or a basketball game or a football game. Because for me, I need comfort. And if you ain't getting me good seats, 
Like we, mm -mm. I ain't trying to be sitting in these generic seats where my knees, I'm a tall woman. I don't need my kneecaps. When was the last time you went to the stadium? Oh, listen to me. I'm old. So the last time I went to a stadium was a Boston Celtics game when it was the Boston Garden. Okay, Shahida, in 1994. And it was disgusting. And I a long, went, long time ago. Oh, it was a long time ago. But I've been to the TD Bank Garden since because I went and saw Dave Chappelle. And on Monday, I'm going to go see Mariah Carey's Christmas show at the TD Bank Garden. So I already know now that seating there is so much more better. So, okay, baseball games, you ain't getting me in Fenway Park. Nah, we're not doing that unless you sit me on the green wall or you sit me in some of the luxury seats behind home plate. Mm -mm. I have been at a, on a first date at a Red Sox game and a Bruins game. And now I think like we're going on a first date into a sporting event. You've already kind of talked about it. Yeah. You, you know, you have a general interest. Like, you know what? I, and, and I think at that time when I went out to the Bruins game, I was just like, you know what? I've never been to a Bruins game in the Boston Garden. I had actually been to a hockey game, but it was in Canada. And um, so I was just like, you know, I've never been to a Bruce game. So I was like, oh, okay, well, let's go. Um, he used to work for um, Boston College, and then they had, like, you know, great seats behind first base or whatever. Great date. Had a great time. Didn't we with dinner or something? We weren't really kind of mesh. I wasn't meshing. So, you know, had a good time. We talked or whatever. And then the other game I went to was, of course, a, a Celtics game, but that was, like, boxed. Boxed. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, my good air boxed. Yeah. So yeah, so I just wanted to kind of bring that up because it's just like the dating game today is that's crazy. I'm but I think it's as crazy as you make it. That is true. Yeah, because I, I, I so I'm okay with that, but I just love I just literally lay in bed. And watch these TikTok videos. <laughs> it also depends on the person. Depends on the person. If you're with the right person, it doesn't matter where you are. It really doesn't. You're right. If with the right person, you can make have fun any place. And I think but those course, people who are making that list, they're the ones who are like, you know what? I'm going on this date because I want dinner. Right. And for somebody that's else to pay for it. That's yeah. I think that's what that list is about. Just say, I mean. And granted, you know, one time I took, I went on a date and I took Jabril. But I didn't like the guy. I didn't like the guy. And I was like, look, I'm trying to get he would not let me get out of it. And I'm like, I don't have a babysitter, um, you know, and I have my son. So maybe another time or whatever. And he's like, no, 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 bring him. And Jabril talks his ass off. So that was a it was good for me. <laughs> that was funny as hell. But I think those women are looking for a free meal. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree with you guys. I just wanted to bring and that up. Look, if someone takes you to a date on the first date that you don't like, then don't go out with them again. Yeah. Then don't go out with them. If you have that much of a problem with whoever took you to where where they took you and you didn't like it, 
then then don't go out with them again. But if you like the person, it shouldn't really matter where you where they take you. You know, there there is there are some. It really shouldn't matter, but I understand if you don't want to go to a Chili's or just because men aren't very inventive, you know, with their places. Yeah. But yeah, but if you don't like them, then don't go out with them again. No, and the only reason I wouldn't say the the Cheesecake Factory, I would not want that for a first date. The only reason I would say that is because typically it's super crowded. And in my opinion. And what? It's loud. Yeah, it is. I guess it would depend on where the Cheesecake Factory is located because um, I will say the... When I I don't go, there's a cheesecake factory in Braintree Mall, like right up the street from me. I never go there. I mean, I've been there like once or twice, but I'm not making an effort to go there. When I go to I go to the cheesecake factory so much when I'm in California because there's a beautiful one right and in Marina Ray Ray. Marina Del Rey too has one. Yeah, it's like there's a beautiful one like that's right in Redondo Beach, and it's like overlooking the water, and depending on you know the time of year, whenever you go a time of day, it's beautiful. You're just sitting out, you're sitting there at the table and it's overlooking the water and all the boats and it's huge. And it's not, it's still kind of a little noisy, but not that noisy. So if I was, if I was in Redondo beach and got asked on a first date to that cheesecake factory, I'd be all in. But if it was the Braintree mall cheesecake factory, I'd be like, no, no, come on now. But I might still sell if I, mean, I like it. If I like it, I'd still go. And um, hold on. So yeah, so as I was saying, um, so married at first sight this week was full of drama. Uh, I'm gonna let y'all talk about it. I'm glad. I'm glad that ended. That was too painful for me for her. Too painful. He don't deserve her. He don't deserve her. He don't deserve to be on the show. He don't deserve a partner. He don't deserve respect. He's an awful, awful human being. That that is under the guise of being a nice, understanding, you know, considerate person. That's a bunch of shit. It's a bunch of bullshit. I'm and I don't swear that often. Well, that's some fucking bullshit. The way he treated her, and she was still so oh, willing to give it a chance, still after all that stuff, still mm-hmm. opening, still keeping herself relatively open and, and available for him, to him to just shut the slam the door in her face. And she's like, you know what? And also, Dr. Pia, didn't she say something? She said something di- di- directly, right? Go keep talking. Oh, didn't she say something to him to him directly, saying like, "He's awful. I just can't. I can't anymore. He just he's just so rude, so rude on his part. And I'm glad he's gone. And I hope she finds someone who's worthy of her because she really was working hard. She really gave her her all. She did have a connection. And he's like, I don't have any any connection to you whatsoever." 
and, and and also he was confused confusing to me about when he was like i have no romantic connection to you like he has no ex- he just wanted to be out of it sorry go ahead I can't hear you. We can't hear you, Shahida. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Go ahead. My thing is that she let him dictate where the relationship was going and how it ended instead of actually advocating for herself and her feelings because she didn't acknowledge in my opinion I don't think she he played with her the entire time with I really want to work it out um we're gonna hit refresh we're gonna leave the honeymoon behind and then you know let me go home and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna do this and to give somebody that, that type of hope and to think that that they have a chance when I feel like when he was saying those words, he knew that he was not going to do any of that, that he was going to find a way to crush her. And she remind and, and it does remind me of the Chris and Paige thing to a point where is you see these people emotionally set these other people up so that they can stomp on them so that they can see their reaction and make them cry he want i mean he gets off on that and one thing that um someone brought up to my attention again tracy <laughs> was that when he said that you know of course he came from the society that was you know um you know just women and women in his household but then he said to her father i don't like being told what to do the thing with Lauren, and then he played, and, and I'm surprised that Dr. Pia and um, Pastor Cal let him get away with stabbing her with that angry woman, angry black woman stereotype. I mean, he was going in so hard on her for that, and they let him get away with it. He doesn't like to listen to women. And the more understanding that she tried to be, the more compromising she tried to be, the more he hated her because he didn't want it anyway. And I think that he's that type of person, like Chris said, he wants to play nice in your face, but is diabolical on the inside. And that's how he treated her. He treated her like a fucking villain. It was horrific. It was horrible to watch. Listen. but he's also coming. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but he's also coming off as like, you know, his little prim and proper way he sits. He's almost like not you're beneath me, but a very. I don't know. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. how yeah. he's Everything he sits and then he's like, he's like, he starts shaking, and then he's like, oh, and his eyes. I don't know what he wants. What does he want? Listen to me. What does he want? He doesn't want her or anyone. I don't think he wants anyone. I don't think think so. He's terrified. I think he's terrified of something. I don't know. 
because I that just, one was giving him a chance, another chance, a third chance, and trying to build something with him and was so understanding with him with all his anyway. First of all, the fact that he said he wanted out of the marriage, but he wanted to stay in the process. For what? Like, what are we doing here? Like, like if, you don't do? want, if you don't want to be in this marriage, then you need to get to gone. Period. End of story. We're not giving you a do-over. We're not doing any of this. You got to go. Secondly, Shahida, you touched upon this. You know, um, he's basically he's not on our level. He's like a petulant little child. And I already knew when she was talking to him when they first went to the honeymoon and she's having conversations with him and he's just like, well, nee, nee, nee. it's like talking to a child. I already knew this was doomed from the start because she's holding his feet to the fire as a black woman or as a as an adult woman. Let's just like let's take race off the table. But when what bothers me the most about the Orion Lauren situation, and I've been saying this and have been saying this, and which which infuriated me the most on this latest episode was the fact that Pia Cal, Rudy Huxtable, and Nicole Haynes on the after party didn't hold this man's feet to the fire. You got four prominent black people on this show. And he, Orion, is stressing about the R word. And no one has said to him, the first thing out of my mouth to Orion would have been like, so she gave you grace when you said the N word. Like you stated it, that like you said it hard. And she didn't even know what the R word was. She never heard of it. But then she just made a little comment when y'all were in the sauna about his skin being red. I don't understand why nobody has held his feet to the fire and said, look at here. That what you said back in high school, I don't care if you was a teenager in high school, that shit's unacceptable and it's unforgivable. We as a people need to start holding people's feet to the fire. If you said it once, now I'm up, now I'm gonna judge you and I'm gonna hold it against you for the rest of your goddamn natural ass life because that's what they do to us. I'm going to do to them what they do to me, period. End of story. He should have never been on the after party. I watched the after party because I was on Facebook and on the little blogs of, of Married First Sight. And apparently I got wind before the after party aired that he was going to be on it. He, they should have never allowed him on the after party. Who are you to sit there and talk about other people's relationships when you just legit walked out of yours? Didn't even care. You was like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm a, I already knew when he went home because he lives with his mother in the basement. I already knew when he went home. I texted it to you. He probably told them a false narrative. Oh, she called me the R word. And mommy and sister was like, don't you ever bring that black bitch to this house. You better divorce her ass immediately. And that's what he did. He was so nervous. He was shaking in his boots. 
he had to do what his family told him to do and what he wanted to do. She was in it. She was a total wife. She was willing to do the research. Why would you have to do the research, Lauren? I'm not doing no research because I did nothing wrong. I never said the word. But she did all the research and was telling him this. And he still didn't give her no grace. And the fact that all the Black professionals on there did not hold his feet to the fire, I'm disgusted. I'm over it with them too. Next. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just, it was very disappointing. It was, it, it was really heartbreaking. I, I don't have any more to say other than, I don't, I, I kind of, I don't know about the mother and the sister thing though. I kind of get that. I just feel like he, it's a game for him. It's a it's it's a diabolical game for him where this is how he treats women and he plays mind games on them and you you know that guy who tries to play it nice and you know I'm like you know I want to be attentive and I want to listen but at the same time kind of like roping people in with their so you can't when he does something so messed up you can't like totally you're not sure if it's you because she was holding a lot on herself and that was another yeah. thing that that really had me upset she's like well maybe I really was the angry black person maybe I really was mm -hmm. losing my temper maybe I should have been uh you know a little quieter in my response so she has taken all of his mental abuse and is questioning herself and her stability in herself and that's what makes him the freaking villain you know and he he plays the game extremely well and I'm disappointed and I'm hoping that maybe at some point they will address it but like you said Tanya that none of like the black representation on that show were, were, were able to say, look, stop. Because you're mad about her saying redskin, and yet you are consistently bombarding her, bombard with not all kinds of stereotypes. You know, because it wasn't just the angry Black woman. You bombarded her with a lot and made her question herself and her sanity as she sat on that couch. Ooh, he's a horrible Nine person. days in. This is what I find problematic with Married at First Sight. Nine days in after marriage, you've got these women that are strong, independent women questioning themselves on TV, national TV, and crying on national TV about what am I doing so wrong? What's what's what what what's wrong with me? No, I don't like that. I think Married at First Sight United States needs to get on the same page as UK and Australia. Stop with this bullshit. Um, what is it? What is it? The casting show. Get rid of it. We already know who's going to be the couples matched up online before the the matching show starts. Why waste our time? Go to the fucking bachelor and bachelorette parties immediately. 
like UK and Australia. And then every week, stop with these Pia, Peppa, and Cal going to individual houses and having these little sessions, therapeutic sessions. Let them all get together as a collective and sit down and have questions like they do for UK. They pull out questions out of box and they have like discussions and then have the weekly meeting as a group with the professionals and decide, am I Am I willing to stay in it or am, or am I walking away? That's what the United States needs. Take a, take a page out of UK and Australia. Because frankly, the US version is really wearing thin on me and it's tired and I'm over it. I, I'm, I, just, I just can't. I, I'll be invested if they do it the way of UK and Australia. When is UK coming back? Huh? When is UK coming back? It's on YouTube. It's not on Lifetime anymore. It's on YouTube. UK is on it? No, it's not. UK, the, 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 the season that we watched was on Lifetime. I don't, for whatever reason, I don't know why they took it off. It's back. Everything's back on YouTube. Australia, well, Australia's always been on YouTube. But Australia and UK is on YouTube. And when I tell you, fantastic. I stand for that. Because you've got these people in a group. And they're holding each other accountable as opposed to the U.S. where, oh, you're just going to come to my house and or my apartment and sit, you know, one professional is going to sit across from me and my husband and we're going to talk it out. No, you need the whole group. Everybody holds each other, each other accountable, period. I mean, I um, think the one on one could work, but they have shitty people to start with. Um. And but I feel like the option to be every week, the option to stay and leave, that should be on the table because once somebody yep. does something like, especially what Orion did, and and to sit there and watch it and see him just tear somebody down, it, it shouldn't even and how they tried to say, like, are you sure you want to end it, Orion? Let him go. Dr. Pia, don't try and talk him into, you know, staying staying with her and then it hurt to see her oh. even think that that oh. it could be a possibility. Oh. It was oh. like that was just it was just disgusting. And was disgusting. on the after party, he had the audacity oh, to sit there with his wedding band on after he supposedly left it on the table with Lauren's wedding band. He had his wedding band on, and then he sits there with. Rudy Huxtable and Nicole Haynes from Essence, who's on, remember, you know, she's there with Kevin Frazier. Um, he has the audacity to say, I think I made a mistake, but she doesn't want to talk to me because because uh, Keisha was like, have you spoken to her? Have you reached out to her? And he's like, no, but I spoke to Claire. And I asked Claire about her and Claire, you know, whether she would want to talk to me and Claire, he's like, Claire didn't say anything. So it just, she doesn't want anything to do with me, but I would love to have, a, you know, he was like, I think I made a mistake. And I'm like, motherfucker, what? That's part of the game. That's the and game. And she's off. And, and here's the thing. 
my heart bleeds for Lauren because Lauren isn't on social media. She shut it down. Oh. She's on TikTok and she shut everything down. She doesn't want nothing to do with this, which leads me to believe that this shit le legit affected her. And well, her I'm mom just died. I'm tired of yeah. this where women, strong women, are that do well for themselves get with this one motherfucker for nine days and I have to sit here and question myself for him. Fuck that shit. I how strong I is she? Lauren. How strong? I need Lauren back. Lauren, they should have matched Lauren with Michael who got ditched at the altar. Or they we don't know, we don't know him either. Than him. You don't know him either. You don't know him either. But my thing is how strong is are you if you let somebody play with you in your face like that just for nine days? I get that you want the marriage. I get that you like, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be invested. But one disrespect is one thing. Two disrespect is another thing. Three disrespect. No, 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 no. Then I think Lauren, although she sounds very mature, Although she seems like she has, you know, she definitely has done the work, you know, trying to get herself there. She's not there. And her mother has just died. So she's still in a sense of mourning. So she's probably more vulnerable than even she knows. And yeah. seeing her on that couch next to him, you can see that she's much more vulnerable than, you know, she probably really thought she was because... Would she have taken that any other time? Because that's not a strong woman. Like you said, and you got to go to the days. I'm sorry, nine days is not enough time for me on national TV. That part. I might give you a chance, a chance again, if I didn't have an audience. But let me tell you, once I feel publicly humiliated, it's done for me. I'm burning up your fucking car. I don't understand how she let that public humil humiliation just keep going. Well, the yeah. only thing, the only thing I would say, I, I agree. The only thing I would say about that is, is all the stuff, stuff we, they are, it's so intense. And mm -hmm. so they are on with each other. We'll get into the, the, the Brennan thing in a second, but being so intense with each other so much and heightened 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 emotions and everything is heightened and i think you forget that you're on cameras i would imagine you forget you're on camera sometimes and you're looking for resolutions so the, the public humiliation i don't know if she necessarily is aware that that it's i don't know for some reason i, I feel like she's not necessarily aware that um you get so I would imagine you get so caught up in the intensity that you can't that you just go with what your feelings are at that moment. And, you know, nine days, it just seems it just seems like such a short time. But that's nine intense days of being with the person that you want to and and are hoping to spend the rest of your life with. So but it's, it's so like day two where he starts playing the mental games with you, that, that giving you the attention that you think you want, or you know that you really do want, and then pulling it back. Giving it, yeah. 
pulling back. And that kind of roller coaster, I, I as a mature woman, that kind of roller coaster, I, I don't see me falling for it in nine days. He would have had cultivate. He would have had to have cultivated that relationship. But no, I get what you're saying because it's easier to say as I'm sitting here in right. North Providence. <laughs> well, you know, I like and, I'm saying that it could be the intensity of it. Yeah, because we've seen some crazy shit within nine days. Of you know, yeah. we've seen some relationships in this that are like, how is that all happening within a week? Or, or whatever. And to think that you, know you can't I mean? live without somebody that you just met nine days ago. She was really like, I'm really in love. You know, I really want this. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I hope that she's healing. I hope that she's healing because it was, it was, it was hard. It was hard for me. Yeah, that was hard. For her. Listen yeah. to me. That was harder. I can't believe that. I never thought that I would dislike someone worse than Alyssa and Chris Williams. Not you, Chris Williams. Not my Chris Williams, but that other Chris Williams. I never thought that there would ever be another person. And Zach, let's go back to Zach and Mindy, because Zach was a motherfucker. I'm just saying, I never thought that there could be somebody that I'd be like, mm, they can't, they can't possibly pull any. Maybe it was the, was the biggest skater. Now that I pulled out two yeah. on this season of Married at First Sight. How many years ago was Mindy and Zach? Oh, oh my goodness. That was when we were talking about that. This is the, the figure skater, right? And he was the model yeah. guy. Yeah. The gay, the gay model guy. I mean, I'm not the gay one. Well. Was he a model? Yeah. But but I mean, Tanya, would you? What would your ranking be? You would have him as number one out of those five. No, no, no. My number one would definitely be Alyssa because she didn't even give Chris. She was the worst. Yeah, she was the worst. The worst. She was the absolute worst. And then they continued to let her on there to spew her shit. I didn't like that, and I hope that they've learned their lesson. Well, obviously not because they had Orion on the after party. So I'm pretty sure that Orion's going to be a consistent fixture. You think? Because he did say he didn't want to be married to Lauren, but he still wanted to be in the process. So I, I don't understand. That what, what, that is the process. That is, that is I the know. process. How, what process would you be in? The process exactly. of divorce? But it's like, you know, again, ratings, TV. Shit. Yeah, listen to I, words. I'm just saying that I, I will be highly disappointed if they give Orion the same grace that they gave Alyssa. I didn't want to see Alyssa. After she dissed Chris, time to go. You don't want you don't want no part of this? Then get on. Get to go. Go back to your life. Orion needs to do the same damn thing. Don't be on the fucking after party because you have you are not in no position to talk about relationships, number one. So you don't you are off the after party, and you, we are not going to watch your progress on the regular married at first sight as what you're doing and what's going on in your life right now. Because I, personally, I don't care. You're not married anymore, technically. So you're not mm. married anymore. You're not with Lauren. You're not with whoever. Be gone. You ain't bringing Michael back. Michael got ditched at the altar. But we don't know what the hell Michael's going through right now. 
Get I think he's over by, by now. I think he's over it because he didn't know her. You know. But at the end of the day, in good faith, they should have said, "Do you look? If you want to be in this process, do you want a do-over?" Oh, from Michael. Learn from, your mistakes. Learn from your mistakes with like Chris and shit from with Alyssa and Paige with Chris. Jesus, Chris's, you Chris's ain't nothing nice. Disgusting. Makes me want to slap your ass. I'm going to slap you the next time I see you when I see you come to California. I'm going to slap you just because your name is Chris. I love you. Anyway, I'm going to look. Any, I, I got nothing else. Let's, let's, go, on, let's, go, on to, let's go on to Brennan and Emily because yes. I've been wanting to talk about these two. Um, I'll let y'all go. Whoever wants to start. I, I feel know. for her. Yeah, that go. <laughs> wow. Okay, I got my notes. Uh, okay, again, nine days in, you signed up for Married at First Sight to marry a stranger. And then after the honeymoon, you come back, go to the apartment, and now you want to go home. Because you're feeling drained. Like, I was with her. This whole time. All the I'm time. Going, all I'm going to say about yeah. Brennan. This is my, all I'm going to say about Brennan. I thought it the last time we spoke. I thought Brennan is a closeted abuser and he's got some toxicity in there. And I think, here's my prediction two things. I think that Brennan. Somebody, one of Brennan's exes reached out to him that he wasn't over yet. I might be reaching, but I'm just saying. One of his exes reached out to him that he's not over yet. And now he's like in his feels like, I don't know. He's done checked out. I don't know what the fuck to do. Or if you watch the after party, did y'all watch the after party or no? No. Oh, I did. Because both Emily and Orion, that was the only thing that I took from Orion that he said, and Emily agreed with him, was apparently the night, the last night of the honeymoon, they all as a collective group had a tequila party, like Bon Voyage party where the cameras weren't there. It was like, it was just for them. And apparently there was some partying going on. So I'm going to think of one or two things. Either Emily got shit-faced out of her mind and showed her ass like she did at the bachelorette party. And he was like, what the fuck? But Orion and Emily said, and this is the second time this has been brought up because last week Claire brought up that off camera, Brennan is toxic. He's mean, he's rude, and he's disrespectful. But when the cameras go on, he's a totally different person. And on this after party, Emily and Orion said the same thing. Like he, when the cameras was off, he was just ignorant, rude, disrespectful. And I think if Emily would have showed her ass, Emily would have owned it and said, Oh, yeah, I like to drink. I like to twerk. I like to, you know, bust it down. 
because I'm 20 something years old. That's what I do. I've never been in a relationship. So this is what I do. And she didn't say any of that. She was just like, yep, he, yep, he kind of showed a different side of him. And then now they come home. I think there's an ex involved in this, and I think it's going to show. I hope I hope I'm wrong, but I'm just looking at the way that he literally shut down when they got back, and he's like, "I think I'm going to go home because you know I got to go to work, and maybe I'll stay here like first thing in the morning, have a cup of coffee, and then I'm going to go to my house and work in my office." And then the way he was just glass eyed and checked out when Pastor Cal was there, and she's trying again, like Lauren a strong, independent, successful woman is now wiping the tears off her eyes because the motherfucking man fucking made her feel some sort of way. Like, am I not doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, da, 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 da. No. And I think Pastor Cal should have held his feet to the fire when Pastor Cal was like, can you we, tell me something we, about her you don't like? We know better. He's never going to, he never holds people's feet to the fire. So in every season, we always say, always say. Always. Always. So always. we know that he's not going to do that. We know but again, gonna, okay. how are you going to allow that? I'm, I'm not going to be a, a, a professional saying, what is it about her you don't like? And be told, I'm going there. No, we're not going to do this. That's exactly what he said. And he said it with, he said it with his old chest. No, we're not going to do this. And Pastor Cal didn't say shit because if I was a professional, I'd be like, oh, we going to do this because you signed up for this. If you don't want to talk about this, then you need to get to gone. You're on the wrong show. You want to travel? And he kept saying about I'm on TV. He's a fucking fraud. He's on TV. If you don't want your business out there like that, then don't be on TV. Don't go and apply and go take these psychological exams and do all this bullshit to be on Married at First Sight if now you're worried about how you're going to look on TV. Ridiculous. He's stupid. He's a fucking fraud. He's another one that's on there for clout. And I, I think there's another woman involved. I think there's another woman involved. He might either got him reached out by an ex or he went on that shit to piss off an ex that he wants back. And now that bitch was like, was like, what the fuck? You went and fucking got married on my motherfucking ass? I want you back, baby. I love you. And now he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to come get you, boo. I'm done. Okay. Chris, you? Okay. All I was going to say is I just feel bad for her because she she liked him. She really liked him. And she just wanted to feel attracted. And she was willing to do her first relationship and really and, and really do it. And she kind of liked him. And he was good looking. And, and she was really working hard. And But he is just, he's not in it. So go ahead. I just feel bad for her. I do too. I, I felt from the beginning that she seemed much more personable than him, but I think we all were saying that we couldn't read him. So I think what we couldn't read was that layer of toxicity, that layer of meanness, because he's not, 
he's he he gives off a bad vibe how he would look at her at the very beginning he seemed very disinterested he mm. never seemed all in it you know from the very beginning so one of the things that you said because I didn't watch the interviews with the the parents and stuff you know when they were doing the selection process Tanya you said how he felt his parents marriage was right yep that has 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 played the key role in my opinion and how he treats women mm-hmm. now it could be just Emily but I don't think it is it could be that you know he just got turned off or what I don't think that's it I think watching his growing up and watching his parents play out their life he has almost the same thing as Orion in my opinion a hatred mm-hmm. and how he looked at her and my kind of showed it to me and so I don't it could possibly be another woman it could possibly be that but I just think that he is in a mean person so he could probably stay with her, but he's never going to change his behavior. He never. is not nice. No, no. period. He's not nice. No matter what she does, no matter how she tries to appease him, like how Lauren tries to appease Orion, no matter what she does, it's never going to be good enough. And he's going to consistently chip at her to break her down too, yeah. which he did. You know, I yeah. mean... Having her question her attractiveness, having, you know, and you know what gets me is how when everybody praised him so much for how he dealt with her when she had the whole hair thing. And I'm like, I did. He didn't really do anything. Was, huh? He didn't really That's do anything. Right. But everybody was praising him like, oh my God, he, you know, he handled it so well. Well, it was a fucking hair thing. And she went to the hairdresser and she got it fixed. I mean, it looked, I mean, I would have liked it better if he teased her and ribbed her to make her, you know, feel a little bit more. But he never kind of embraced her. He just was, he was aloof the whole time. So I didn't understand why people were praising him on that. He's, yeah. he's just not nice. He's just not nice. He's not. And can we just talk about the most, the most awkward home visit ever was between Brennan and Emily when she went to his house and he just opened the door and he's like, mm, hey. And she's like in there and he's saying, she's like, I'm noticing that something in their little confessional, she's like, something's just off with him. And he's showing at his house and she's just like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And she just feels wicked. I can, I'm watching it. And I'm like, I'm seeing her confidence Going yes. lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. That's your she husband didn't, too. She didn't have the she didn't have the strength to say, "What's going on?" But I, I, I can't judge her for that because she's never been in a real relationship. My black ass, on the other hand, would have been like, "If I come into your house and you treat me like that, I'll be like, is everything all right? What's going on?' Because I can leave." And come I, back. I don't think no, you no, can no. use the excuse that she has never been in a relationship because you know how you want to be treated. What well, I mean, and you have all kind of many relationships. And if somebody treats you that way, you know right away that 
it's off and that person doesn't have it for you. She's oh, yeah. giving him grace because she married him. Yep. Yep. It's different work, you know, professionalized as far as personalized. I agree with you, Shahida. I think she was giving him grace to say, be a man, because he's older than she is, be the fucking man and say, I'm just feeling some sort of way, you know, like I'm not feeling, open up your mouth. He's not saying anything. He wouldn't even say, he wouldn't even admit it to pass the test. But that's probably how his mother and father dealt. After the yelling, it probably was like the snubbing, the I'm not going to say anything, because that's that's emotional warfare right there when you take away your words. Yeah, I don't understand. If he does is not attracted to her, if he's not attracted to her, and Cass, Pastor Cass says, are you attracted to her? I'm not going to go there. We're not, we're and not even, she said, even, even she said, well, there's your answer right there by not answering. So I wouldn't understand why you have the therapist there. Say what, say what's on your mind. I'm, I, you know, and you can be nice about it, being like, you know what, but I thought not I nice. was not attracted to you. Uh, you know, I was trying. I really like you as a person, setting or making her at least feel better, and not being like, I'm not even going to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. And she said to him, numerous. She said to him more than once. You can you can answer if you're not attracted to me. You don't right. hurt my feelings. Just let me know so that I know. She was the adult. She was the mature one in that situation where she was like, "Just let me know," so that way. And the good indication, the good indication was on the wedding night. She was ready to go. Mm-hmm. And he didn't All go. Day. Mm-hmm. All day. So if she was willing to go and he was like, he wasn't attracted to her from the, from, from the jump, from the jump. That's, it speaks from volumes. The from the jump. It speaks because volumes. Because if it was like Chris Williams, if it was the other, you know, Chris Williams with Paige, you know, he slept with her right away, right? She, you know. Two, three times the first night. Yeah. He made so. that very clear. So and would we, would we feel worse about if he had slept with her and then and then turned around and did this, or should we respect him more for not doing it? I respect him for I, listen. I don't respect him at all. I was gonna say because don't you don't treat people like that. Yeah, he don't give me. He don't give me. I don't give. I'm not giving no respect. Respect is earned, and I'm, I'm not respecting him at all because at the end of the day, open your mouth. Either you're attracted to her. And you want to make this work and you're in it for the long haul or you're going to do an Orion, pussy ass Orion, sorry, Cheryl, and get the gone. Because we're not doing this. I'm tired of seeing people's emotions being fucked with. And I get it. It's TV and it's entertainment and we're talking about it. But it just disturbs me on a level where you've got these people that are of a certain age that are doing very well for themselves, starting to question themselves because of a stranger. Fuck out of here. Sorry, Cheryl. All right, who else we got? There's like only one cup. There's like three well, there's two more. Well, the two, listen, let's go to Claire and um, what's his name? Cameron. Cameron, yeah. In this episode, I'm so cute. You what? 
cute this episode. I like them. Claire's kind of warming on me. I thought that she was kind of like really scared. I still think she's kind of scared, but I like how um, Cameron is with her and talking to her and his little, his little like quips that he does, like his little comedic little sayings that he does. I kind of like Cameron. He's growing on me. She's still bagging on the I will say this. Cameron is, Cameron is packing some junk in the trunk. I don't know, ladies, if you saw what I saw when he had the little boy shorts on and she's like, wow, I'm just, they were sitting on the couch and she's like, wow, I just can't get over how short your shorts are. And he tried to pull them down and I went right into the middle of them legs and I was like, ooh, 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 I totally missed it. wants to have some sex. No one he's a sexual person because Cameron was packing some junk. Rewind it. Watch it. I'm still not feeling her a hundred percent. I just, it just is like, and maybe it's because it's her profession. It's a therapist and she yeah. just doesn't seem, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Chris? Maybe, uh, she's, a, maybe she's a physical therapist and we, is, is she? Oh, uh, no, yeah. I think she's, a, I think she's like a mental health therapist. She is, she is. And it, she doesn't seem mature. Yeah. There's something missing. There's something missing between her and this profession that she has that she's not bringing into her maturity. You know. Um, so I mean, I I don't dislike her. I feel like you know she she definitely needs to have some growth, and she's another one too. Like Claire, she just has not had a real relationship. So oh, like Emily, yes, yeah, and I know how she's like you know. Um, the whole thing with her family and, you know, they, they're very close and I get it, you know, I mean, that's her security blanket and she needs it because there's something off. There's yeah. something off. With I her. need to see, I need to see more of them. I need to see more interaction with her people. I don't, I think they need, she needs to step away from her people and grow up. And I, I agree. And that's why I'm saying I need to see more interaction with her people because I need to see like when like next week is the, you know, when the family and friends come over to the house, housewarmings mm -hmm. and all of that. I need to see how she reacts with, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give her grace because she is a quadruplet who lost her brother. And I just, I just feel like I'm not a twin. I'm not anything. And I'm just like, but I know twins and people that have been like, what is it, quadruplets and triplets and stuff where there's a, it's a whole nother relationship that you have with your siblings. So I'm just trying to see like, I hope that when her people come to her house and Cameron's house for the, the housewarming that it's going to be like her siblings the remaining siblings and maybe her mom or something. I need to see how they interact with each other as opposed to how she is on her own. Because I just think there might be a crutch. There might be a little crutch where she's like, I need my family. I need this. These are my people that have, I was in the womb with these people. And I need these people. Cameron, on the other hand, his own thing. Like she has these passive aggressive jokes. Yes. Like you know how um how like with the other two, Orion and um dude we were just talking about Scott, his name that quick. Um Brennan. 
Brennan, how they have that meanness that's kind of very overt. Hers is a little bit low key. So she's she has a little mean girl quality to me, yeah. but she she expresses it in like a very passive, aggressive, ha ha ha, but it's mean. It's just like, like about his clothes. Anytime yes. she talks about his clothes. Yeah. Always, let's always... not talk about the spider traps. She was not happy. Remember, did you miss the yeah. spider traps? When he's like, why would he be happy about like, spider that? traps either? Well, I mean, he, I guess he's in the basement. But it's the same. Like she was just like, oh my god, and he and he picked it up. He's like, got my little spidey traps. He's, and then he's like, a weird. Oh, he's a weird spidey. dude. He is. He's a little bit of a weird dude. A he weird is. Dude. And, but I like him, and I, 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 I give Claire credit. She did try that Vegemite, and when I tell you, Ugh, mm -hmm. and that was rude. No, ain't a, ain't no love in this world or life in this world. Yeah. It's make me yeah, try your Vegemite. Not happening. I smelled it once. Was rude, and I the reaction that she had, I Have get it. I tasted it. No, I yeah. oh, I smelled I, it, and it's mm -hmm. very very strong. But when somebody loves something, and you know, nope, don't taste it. Don't like it. It's, but she just kept, I just, you know what it is? It's because I really feel that a lot of her reaction is, is rooted in some type of meanness. I, I, I don't, I don't find her to be very nice. A hundred percent. I agree with you on that. But I ain't, I ain't shading her and judging her for, she practiced Vegemite. That bitch was a trooper. My black ass ain't, I smelled it. I ain't trying it. I don't give a damn how good a, how good a man you are. That's what I'm being married. I would be like being matched with a married at first sight with a black man, and he's like, I love me some chitlins. You're going to smell, you're going to taste these chitlins? I will not, sir. I don't even want that in my house. Oh, oh it's your, your house? Oh, I'm leaving because I've smelled it, and mm -mm, I ain't tasting that shit. I give her credit. I give her props for that. She tried it. Yeah, she 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 definitely gets props for trying it. She definitely does because it's the smell alone is enough to be like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it amazes me that, but anyway, but yes, yeah, so, um, I'm saying I can't. I'm looking forward to seeing um, how they progress. I can't wait for the. Uh, how I don't think they're gonna make it. I don't think they're gonna I, make it I, at this point. I don't think anybody's gonna make it. Shit. I think they have a possibility of making it. I they mean, might. I do. Only, I mean, like I said, I'm not a fan of hers. I'm not a super fan of hers. I don't his. think she likes him. I really don't think she likes him. I There's think she's something. being. Yeah. Yeah, that could be it. But she, I kind she, of think. It. Right, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, go ahead. No, I think she's in it and I think she's doing the thing and, and trying and doing the way you should be doing the show is like, even, okay, well, when I'm not really. But I'm gonna still stick with it. I'm gonna still give it my all, and I'm gonna still be a relatively nice person as much as I can. And but I don't yeah. think she, I, don't, I don't think she's she's not feeling him. He's too weird, too, too quirky for her, and too tall. <laughs> oh, I like listen. He was out listen. He's just the wrong shade for me. But I'll take all that tallness right. How all tall day. is he again? He is he six eight like six six. I think it's uh, like six, 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 seven. Six, seven? Six, seven or six, eight. I mean, I've dated people that tall. I've dated okay, people yeah. that tall. 
Well, I'm a tall woman, so I I want to listen. He's the kind of man that I can wear all my high heels around, and I already know I'm still be shorter than him. I'm good. I, it's it's when I have to wear my high heels, and now I'm towering over you, and I, as a man, you're feeling some sort of way because I'm the jolly green giant hovering over you, and now you feel emasculated. I'll take it in a black version, though. Anyway, um. Let's go to Claire. I mean, no, not Claire. Becca and Austin. And I was wrong. Wrong about what? I thought last week I said I thought that. Oh, he was the QA now. <laughs> I thought he was right about to sign her ass up and, you know, brainwash her into the QAnon cult. And apparently it was a religion thing. Well, that, so she, yeah, okay. she was raised. She said she was raised Jewish, but she's, I guess, agnostic. Agnostic, and but she has faith. Mm-hmm. And he was raised Christian, and she made it very clear that every Christian that I know has always, and she was got emotional about it, as you saw that you know, every Christian that I know has been like. If you're not Christian and you don't go down this path, you're going, when you die, you're going straight to hell. And I like the way that Austin kind of handles it. I'm still kind of on the fence though. But we shall see. He said, he's, and Pastor Cal, as we know, Pastor Cal is a Seventh Day Adventist. And he's like, if you're not going to hell, it is what it is. This is your faith, yada, 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 says Boomba. And I think that calmed her. And Austin even said, this is not how I am. Like, okay, there, I've been around people like that, but this is not how I am. So I believe in love. I come from a faith of love. So I'm just going to sit back and, and watch how this plays out. Yeah, I think I, I think, think this is what Chris yeah. said last week. What did he say last week? Remind me that he's probably anti-LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could be. Could I think be. that I that is going to be play into his religion. I think that right. will probably come out that because of my religion, he's going to have conservative um, social issue. Um, yes. Um, um, points where he doesn't believe in certain things. So I, I think that's where it comes in. I mean, he might be able to be, but he might not be overly religious and be able to get over it. Or she might just be like, which I think she will be like, well, it doesn't really affect us now. But I like, but you know, you know, that's how they, that's how it goes. It's like, you know what? I, I, I picked this relationship of this person that loves me over these social issues that don't really affect me. And I think yeah. that's what she, that's how she's going to go in the end. I yeah. hope not. I hope she's, I hope she really stands up for that, but I don't, I, I don't see it. Yeah. No, I don't either. I, I'm with you on that one, Shahida. I think she's going to be so nose wide open because he is giving her everything that she needs and he's supporting her and all of her, you know, health issues and stuff. He's just being really even keel. And I think the, the, I don't think the hammer is, has dropped yet. I think the hammer is going to drop eventually yeah. once he gets really comfortable and thinks that, okay, 
we good. Now I got to drop this hammer and I don't think it's going to be pretty. And at this stage of the game, I, that's why we're not even doing the who do we think is going to survive and our percentages. Fuck the dumb shit. Because at the end of the day, I don't think anybody's going to make this shit. I thought all five had a chance. I honestly thought all five had a chance this year. The, I don't at think the, the, the first, yeah, I did too. After the, the wedding, I did. And I don't think anybody is going to, I don't know. I don't think anyone's. I think Brennan and, and what's her name? Not Brennan. Um, no, the no the Austin and Becca. What's Becca. her name? Becca. Becca. I think they're going. They're the type of couple that's going to do really well. Do well, get married, say yes, and then it's not going to eventually not going to work out because it's going to it's going to come across that you know she, uh, she did he didn't want her gay friend to come over or yeah, or she, she has to photo she has to photograph a gay wedding. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, as Shahida says, Ooh, it's, it's, a, it's a client of mine, <laughs> and you know I don't know what the problem is. He's like, yeah, but it's an abomination. That's the way it's going to come out like that. You know what I mean? Oh, that would be intense. That, that is would just be as good. That shit, that's a hidden gem. Didn't even think about that. Just as good. That's even better than what I thought about Brennan thinking that there's a some old ex that got into his DMs and now he's that he's not over with and he's like, hmm, maybe I made a mistake. Or maybe hey, I couple are you talking about the wrong yeah, couple? You're talking about the wrong couple. I'm talking about Becca. Um, Becca no, I thought, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're Becca and Austin. I agree that with the whole LGBTQ thing where oh, he okay. might have an issue with it. And I'm like, that's a hidden gem because it might be like how I'm thinking about Brent. What do, you, what do you think Brennan is going to be like? No, it has nothing to do with politics or religion. I just think that it's going to come out and it's going to be a shock. Like, oh, Brennan, somebody got into Brennan's DMs that he ain't over. And now he's like, uh, I don't want to be in this marriage anymore. I want to figure out how I need to get old girl back. Hmm. It, it's going to be surprising. We'll see. We shall see. But I feel like the the whole... That wedding thing—that's that's a—that's good because that is big, especially in that um, area of the country right now. Whereas you know, bakers and photographers, you know, choosing that was in not Colorado. To, that was in and, Colorado. Yeah. yeah, and her saying like, you know, oh, I want to do this. I would be very shocked if he was that adamant, though. That would be. That would that would be it. That's a very interesting story. But I'm that. saying that's the type of thing that would happen that would pop up in their marriage or whatever. That after Ooh. a while she'd be like, you know what? I can't. I can't. I can't yeah. do that because she can tolerate. I don't even think it would be after a while. I would think if if she said that she was going to do a job for like an LGBTQ or whatever, and he popped off, I think that would be a deal breaker for her. I don't think he, he's gonna pop off though. That's the thing. He's not the type to pop off. He'd be like, oh, I think yeah. it's going to be a, a thing over time that's going to be a subtle thing with him that she's going to be like, I just can't deal with that anymore. Because yeah. she's going to try to explain to him, you know, why you have a problem with gay people. Someone's, you know, she's going to not be able to let go of that. And he's he's not going to be like, well, I don't have any problem with them. It's just that you, that's mm -hmm. the type of thing. You have to do. And then after mm -hmm. a while, she's going to be like, 
you know, I just, I just, I just, I just can't. I mean, I love you kind of, and you're, but I just can't deal with his attitude about, because I have a lot of gay clients and I have a lot of gay friends and that's the way I feel it would go, it would work out. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. That's good. I mean, we are creating a narrative that we don't think we don't know yet, but it's a very, very interesting narrative. And I want to table this episode so that we can come back and be like, if it, if it, if it turns out like that, but I do think that they will make it to yes. Yeah, I do too. But we should almost do predictions of like Orion, Orion is, Oh, never mind. So, saying. prediction with Orion, I have a prediction that Lifetime is going to bring him back. I will not I will not be surprised if next week's episode, there's going to be a little hmm, um, Orion. No. Orion. They might not be on Lauren because Lauren has checked her ass out. Uh, but I wouldn't I would be surprised if they have a little ditty on Orion. Orion's going to be the new fucking Alyssa. Where he's gonna meet somebody for lunch or meet a friend and have the conversation, or he's gonna meet his sister or his friends or his mama and go to lunch and talk about it. Maybe I, I hope they don't do that to her because I hope it would done. be her, that's you have saw you her breakdown and to can to, to really kind of like keep stabbing her in the back and pouring salt on that wound, that would be horrible. That would be exactly. Bad. That would be, would be bad. But, but again. This is television, and we talking about it. And they will do the most for the ratings and the views and people like us that are sitting here yapping about it. And here we are. Yeah. Hey, one dollar. All right, guys. Well, I think we're good. Cheryl? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was there the whole time. We stayed the whole time, darling. Thank you. Give away to the people. Very interesting. Oh, girl. Now you gotta watch. I apologize for all of the foul language. Oh, heavens no. Don't apologize at all. <laughs> I enjoyed every minute. <laughs> well, I look forward to meeting you when I'm out there uh, in a couple of weeks. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Yes. All right. Very good. All right, guys. Oh, well. It's been real. Have a good one.